Hey besties, and welcome to the On The Right Track podcast. I'm your host, Kayla, and I want to first start off by saying I am so grateful you are here. I love you, and thank you for being here. I had a different episode planned for this week, but I want to get my thoughts organized for that episode before I even sit down to record it. So in this week's episode, we are going to discuss the 30-day challenge that I have going on right now and all the pros and cons of different types of challenges. I think this is my first episode about anything that is fitness-related So buckle on up because it's going to be a wild episode. I am literally just kidding. I'm just going to tell you literally what's going on and why I hate certain 21, 30 day challenges. So to get that out of the way, I hate 21 day challenges. I hate 30 day challenges. And I don't mean the one specifically that I am doing right now because there's a major difference which I'm going to explain later. I'm talking about all of those types of challenges that you see being shared on social media, that your friends are joining, things like that because those are not sustainable. They may be a good way to kick off your weight loss journey or your fitness journey in general, but if you don't continue on that plan, you are only going to see short-term results. So yeah, maybe in this 21-day challenge, you lost four or five pounds. That's great. But if you turn around and you go back to how you were eating prior to that challenge starting, you are most likely going to gain that weight that you lost plus more. Let me explain. I was a part of an MLM and we did 21 day challenges. We did 30 day challenges and they were great. We had a lot of participants. People have seen some amazing results, but then they turn around and they go back to the way that they were eating and then they want to sit and talk shit about certain MLMs. I get it. People have their preferences, but no matter what kind of challenge you do, if you go back to the way that you were living before, you are going to see those results dissipate. Now, why do I hate these specific challenges? It's because a lot of people go into the challenge for the wrong reason. Basically, you put money into this pool and there's like a large, I'm going to call it a jackpot. There's a large jackpot that gets split between the top three winners. The first person might get 50% and then 30% and then 20%. People go into it not to get healthy, not to kind of kick off their weight loss journey, but to try and win that money, which leads to short-term results. You might win first place in this challenge, but you just went into it for the wrong reason, and you are not going to keep seeing those results if you turn around and you're like, yeah, I just won all this money in a weight loss challenge, but you just turned around the next day and completely came off your plan. Most of these plans are not very sustainable. They're not meant to be long-term because any type of diet culture, and I'm, I'm putting quotes around diet culture, that you join, you're most likely doing some type of caloric deficit and you can only be in a caloric deficit for so long before your body is starting to kind of give up. Caloric deficits are ideal for weight loss, but they are not ideal for a long-term lifestyle. Another kind of challenge that I hate is like that 30-day squat challenge or that 30-day plank challenge that likes to circulate around social media. 
it's cool funky fresh if that's something that gets your body moving but you cannot guarantee results after 30 days of just doing squats or 30 days of just doing crunches or planks or whatever the freaking heck the challenges these challenges piss me off because people think that they are going to lose like an astronomical amount of weight if they join this challenge I've seen it far too many times on my feed that people started this challenge and they were like well this was kind of bogus because I didn't even lose any weight and it's like well what are you what are you doing for your diet like are you eating healthier are you still eating out like what are your eating habits have you looked at your lifestyle are you active are you just sitting on the couch all day these things play an important role in your life overall i think these challenges just lead to short-term success and a bunch of shit talking because i essentially that's what's happening people join these challenges and then they talk shit later on down the road when they've gained however much weight back because they didn't choose to change their lifestyle they just chose to compete in this little challenge now if you compete in this challenge and you're like this is what i need it takes 21 days to break a habit in a way you're in a group and people are holding you accountable and you continue on down that journey that's great that's good i love that for you but if you don't know how to change your lifestyle you will never ever ever reach your goals and i mean that as bluntly as possible with everything all the love all the love but it's true you can't just do something for 21 days or 30 days and give up and expect to keep those same results and or move forward in your results so you might be asking what makes my 30-day challenge different from the rest for one it's free all you need to do is listen open your ears listen grab a pen and paper and write some shit down And two, or second, I can't remember what I said. This is something, this little challenge is just a kickstart for changing your lifestyle. Not just joining a cute little challenge to see short-term results, but I mean changing your life overall. So this challenge came about when I told Joey... Joey is the Egyptian, everybody. There's the name reveal. When I told Joey that I wanted to lose 10 pounds, keep in mind... Over the summer, I was on a really good routine. I had only really dropped about three pounds, but then I moved again and I had gained some weight and I just felt bloated and just crummy all the time. So I was like, Joey, I want to lose 10 pounds. He expressed to me that he wanted to gain 10 pounds and I was like, oh, that's perfect. We decided to pretty much make it a competition. At first, there wasn't a specific day that we were going to do this. It was just pretty much whoever loses 10 pounds or gains 10 pounds first. Let's just say that that plan did not work out very well at first because it was in the beginning of December. My birthday's in December. The holidays are in December. There was a lot going on and our sole focus was not necessarily on this type of challenge. So the very last week of December, we decided we were going to start January 1st. It wasn't necessarily going to be a New Year's resolution, but it's just easy to start on the 1st and end the 30th, which in my opinion, we should just end the 31st, but it's a 30-day challenge, okay? So there are no rules when it comes to this challenge. Like it wasn't specific things. Clearly, we both have two 
opposite goals. So it wasn't going to be like eat this, 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 and this every single day. Do this type of workout every single day. Nothing like that. It was more so we're both very well educated. We're both personal trainers. We know how to do it. It was just more so of the accountability fact. This basically means that I had free will. I wasn't restricted. Most challenges that you join there's some type of restrictions and I did not want to restrict myself. That would not have been good for my mental health and I probably would still be at that same weight that I started. So on Sunday the 1st, January 1st, I took a video and I basically am posing to the front, the side, the back, the other side and then I have some like flexing posing and let me tell you nobody's seeing that shit. Nobody's seeing it. I think I've sent it to Liz and that's about it. I also took down my weight and I wrote it on my calendar just so I know what I was starting at. The third thing I did was take measurements because I find that very important as well as progress pictures, which is what that video is for. I'll screenshot every single position that I'm like posing in, but the measurements are also going to tell what you're losing, if that makes sense. If you wish to not use a scale, you can just go based on how your clothes are fitting. The next thing I did was download MyFitnessPal. I have the premium, I'm paying for the premium, but I basically put in my starting weight, my goal weight, I add my weight weekly in there, Um, I have my weekly goal, which you can choose 0.51 or 1.5 pounds, and then your activity level. I went to the nutrition goals and looked at the calories, the carbs, the protein, and the fat goals. And I basically, in the beginning, let my fitness pal tell me how much I should be eating based on my goals. So my fitness pal had me eating about 1490 calories, which when you're in a caloric deficit, that sounds delightful. However, I am kind of active with my job. Like I'm always on my feet. It's not just sit at a desk and do shit. It's a very active job. So about two and a half weeks into this challenge, I realized that I should probably be eating more. To which I ended up customizing my goals. I now eat 160 grams of protein, 140 grams of carbs, and 44 grams of fat, which equals to 1,601 calories. Now, I do want to say, these are my macros. This is personalized to me. What works for me might not be what works best for you. And same thing as what works for you might not be what works best for me. You cannot copy another person completely and get the same results because your body is so different from theirs. And that's something I wish social media would teach you before you start buying into all these influencers. What they do might not work best for you. You can gain inspiration from them and you can gain inspiration from me, but please, please, please try and do the research on your own. I'm also sharing that information, how I was eating 1490 calories and now 1601 because the first two weeks of this challenge, and I have weighed myself every single day because I want to get 30 days of research. I also have written down what I've eaten every single day so I can see what maybe I'm holding on to or if I haven't drank enough water or if my exercises were just very poor that week. But the first two weeks of this challenge, 
I fluctuated within the same four pounds. It really wasn't until I was sitting at work, it was either the 16th or the 17th, that I was like, I wonder if I could get away with eating just a little bit more. And I started customizing my macros. I put my protein goal at 160 because that's about what I was eating for the last two weeks prior to whatever date I decided to change them and I was only eating about 140 grams of carbs which when it comes to my fitness pal it lets you do it by percent so 160 grams of protein for me is about 40 percent which is great um the carbohydrates were about 35 percent so I had 25 percent left over and that's about 44 grams of fat which is perfect because I was kind of going a little over on my goal it was like 36 so now I hit it right on the dot so now I'm eating 1601 calories I feel energized I feel full after my meal like I'm not hungry all the time it's whistling when I tell y'all since I've changed my macros and I'm eating just a tiny bit more I am down 3.2 pounds and you want to know what's even crazier is that I got my period that might be TMI but I feel like I share a lot about my life and we're like besties so I got my period on the 20th and good news is is my weight stayed the same from that Thursday and now I'm down a pound and a half a pound and a half and I'm menstruating okay and you ladies all my ladies out there y'all know that when you are on your cycle you kind of just hold on to everything unless you get that period where just like shitting your brains out oh my god those are the worst but y'all know y'all already know y'all already know who I am I'm on Topher Talk I love him I just find it so fascinating because I'm not restricting myself. The only thing I'm restricting myself of is eating out. And there was only one day, actually, actually there was two days that I ate out. And the first day I basically got um, food from this seafood place. So I had, I want to say it was either cod or whatever their daily catch was, but I'm leaning more so towards cod as well as some quinoa and some spinach which is still a really great meal you know like it has the protein it has the fats it has the healthy carbs it has vegetables it was really really good I figured that was a really good choice for me for getting my meal prep at home rather than savage burrito which is Mexican food which I am addicted to the only other time I ate out was when Joey asked me if I wanted anything from Portillo's which was literally yesterday I'm recording this the day before it's coming out. So yesterday, he's like, do you want anything from Portillo's? And I was like, I'm on my period. I can eat a cheeseburger if I want a cheeseburger. Not restricting myself. And so I got a cheeseburger. And I had added it into my macros. I slept in yesterday, which again, it's kind of not yesterday for you. It's a few days ago or months ago, whenever you're listening to this. But I was like, I had my breakfast really late. I had my smoothie really late. I had lunch really late. I think I can afford to have a cheeseburger and it fit in my calories. And guess what, bitches? It did. It did. And then still, I woke up a pound and a half lighter than yesterday. And I didn't even weigh myself on an empty stomach this morning because I needed an energy drink to get me home because I was exhausted. Although my meal plan looks the same every single day, there have been some hiccups in the road, which I think is completely okay. 
Not every day can be perfect and I want you to keep that in mind, that not every day is perfect. I'm taking these 30 days, this 30-day challenge to alter things in my life so that things can better suit the lifestyle that I really truly desire. I want you to challenge yourself and make breakfast every single morning. Don't go to the Starbucks drive-thru, don't go to Dunkin' Donuts, try and make your breakfast every single morning. My breakfast consists of at least a cup of egg whites, some sausage, um, some onion. I do salt, pepper, and everything but the bagel seasoning. And then I like to sprinkle some cheese on top. It's so yummy. I 10 out of 10. I also have the same exact smoothie every single morning. Usually it's on the way to the gym. And it's filled with so many nutrients, some greens. I throw creatine, glutamine, um, usually beetroot, but right now I'm doing D-ribose and just all other types of superfood blends, as well as some fresh fruit. I was throwing a scoop of protein in there and putting Greek yogurt in there, but it just ended up being a lot for me. So I just stick to this. It almost comes out like a juice rather than a smoothie, but still, regardless, super, super yummy. I can drop the recipe on my IG, maybe, maybe. But overall, 10 out of 10, it's something quick that you can have on your way to work, on your way to school, on your way to the gym, wherever you're heading. The next thing is find two other meals that you feel like you could eat throughout the week. Mine is usually any type of chicken. Um, I was doing chicken marsala. Um, This week, I'm kind of just doing regular plain old chicken. I don't know how I feel about it, but I'll survive. As well as rice and vegetables, or you could do sweet potato or any type of carb that you really enjoy. The overall theme here is foods that you enjoy. These are all things that I enjoy. I'm actually, I just thought about it. I have barbecue sauce and it's like sugar-free, fat-free. The ingredients are like a minimum. I'm probably going to put that on my chicken. So barbecue chicken, rice pilaf or pilaf, I don't know how you pronounce it. And I also threw some spinach in my rice because I am, you know, having my lady moment. And then I'm also going to throw in some broccoli. So that's going to be my lunch pretty much for the week. And I only make three meals at a time. So I have tomorrow, Tuesday, and Wednesday's meal. Well, if you're listening to this on Monday, today, Tuesday, and Wednesday, (laughs) And then on Wednesday nights, I will make my second half of the meals. Then for dinner, I typically like to do some type of fish. Um, Right now it's tilapia. And then I also do some jasmine rice and asparagus. It's almost like super fancy, but it's a whole other experience from my lunch. It's something healthy. It fits the macros and it's also super yummy. And when you get to like basically customize it to yourself, that makes it all the much better. I also like to make my dinner as the week goes on just so it's fresh. I've had my fair share of meal prepping every single thing in my life and just not being able to have like a decently hot meal fresh out of the oven or fresh off the stovetop. So I decided to challenge myself to make dinner every single night. When it comes to snacks, I like to pick at least two vegetables to eat. So I've been really loving some sweet peppers and some cucumbers. And then I usually have plant-based coconut yogurt. I think it's coconut yogurt. 
it's kind of expensive, but it's really yummy and it has way, way, way less fats than the Greek yogurt. And what I recently started doing because I was too lazy to go get my spoon was to scoop the yogurt with the vegetables and it's really good. It's almost tricking you like it's ranch, but it's really yogurt. It's really good. It sounds like a weird pregnancy craving. I'm not pregnant. Trust me, not pregnant. And yeah, it's just really yummy. I also have a protein shake after the gym as well. All of that keeps me really full. It hits all of my macros. It's just really nice. I spread it out throughout the day, obviously. Like I'll try and eat every three hours. Sometimes it doesn't go like that. Sometimes I have to go a little bit longer. But I'm still full for quite some time and I'm not constantly reaching for a snack or thinking about Savage Burrito and how much I could eat. Like I was getting a fucking quesadilla and a burrito. That's a lot. And it wouldn't even fill me up. It would just bloat me. My meals now, they keep me full. They keep me snatched. Okay, my bloating has gone down immensely. And I'm seriously loving the fact that I can have that balance that if I have to eat out or if I want to eat out, I can. You have to find something that you truly love. I think that being in a challenge with Joey has really helped me because it motivates me and he keeps me accountable for everything that I'm doing. And what sucks is that he had COVID for like almost an entire two weeks and has had a little bit of a late start in the challenge. But everything that I've texted him or any question that I've had, he's answered. He's kept me motivated. I send him updates all the time. Like when I had dropped five pounds because um, my fitness pal had like celebrated it. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm down five pounds. And he celebrated it like I had just won a Nobel Prize. And I think that's really fucking awesome, having someone like him as my accountability partner. I never, ever thought in a million years that the guy that I was dating was going to be my accountability partner because the guys that I've dated could give a fuck less about the gym. And then I would never date. Like, my old sneaky link is fit as fuck, but I would never date him. And it's not because I'm like, oh, this is just going to turn into a competition, but because I was just like, why would I want to date someone that's that's like that? I probably would have saved myself from so much bullshit, but we don't date our sneaky links. Just throwing that out there to all of y'all that need to hear it. But being with someone who has similar goals and values and a lifestyle as you, I think is really the key to ultimate success. Because I'll tell you, the past people that I've dated, they were either way too into the gym and basically calling me fat, (laughs) or they just didn't care about the gym at all. And it was like, why are you going to the gym? Like, stop going to the gym. And let me tell y'all, I really hit the jackpot with Joey because he, yeah, he just, all the, all the things. Speaking of the gym, I used to have a routine that I loved so much When I hired a coach for my bodybuilding show back in 2021, he had changed my workout split to do quad day, back and buys, chest and tries, hamstrings, shoulders, and then take a rest day and start again. And I loved that routine because I was doing um, legs, upper body, legs, rest, push, legs, pull. Looking back, it makes no sense, but whatever. This is why I hired a new coach. However, doing that same routine for over a year got so boring. And keep in mind, 
between 2021 and the beginning of 2023, I had injuries. I moved across the country. I just had a lot going on. So I wasn't really consistent in the gym. But even when I was, I didn't necessarily love this routine anymore. I didn't feel like I was really targeting muscle groups and I wasn't really seeing too much improvement. And I just felt like I had to go to the gym because it was like my due diligence of the day. Not because I wanted to and not because I was like, oh my God, I love the gym, but because I felt like I, I had to be there. It almost felt like a chore. And when things start feeling like a chore, that's when that's when it gets rough. So I took it upon myself to write a new workout split. It's a six-day workout split. And let me tell y'all, I've never been so in love before. My workout split is now Sundays are rest days. Monday are glute days. Tuesdays is back and biceps. Wednesdays, quads. Thursdays, chest and triceps. Friday is hammies and glutes. And then Saturday is shoulders. And I don't have a specific cardio routine, but I will get my steps in. I try to aim for about 10,000 steps every single day. Um, And if I have time after I'm done working out or doing the heavy lifting, I should say, I'll do some extra cardio. Usually it's 20 to 25 minutes. So I haven't really been implementing cardio quite yet into my workout plan. I also in a way feel really guilty if I have to leave Maze earlier and she's home all day by herself. So it just it makes me feel weird. Like I feel like a bad dog mom sometimes and I know that sometimes you have to be selfish, but I I want to be with Maze all the time. Literally all the time. When it's not cold, my cardio will consist of walking her every single morning for quite some time. One, it'll tire her out and she'll probably sleep the majority of the time while I'm gone. So it won't feel like too long. But as for right now, it's fucking cold. I'm not doing that shit. I do cardio when I do cardio. I Like I said, I have a very active job. So it's not like I'm just sitting at a desk all day. But I know once I start implementing cardio, it is game over, bitches. I'm totally just kidding, but it does help when you are cutting weight. Anyways, I really, really, really do love my new routine. It's what works best for me. I only have about five exercises per day. I do four sets, um, ranging from anywhere from eight reps to 15 reps, and I try to do around 200 reps every single day um, in total, I should say. I believe that's also what's ideal Um, to start seeing improvements is to do around 200 reps per day or per muscle group I mean so if like I'm doing a glute day I want to shoot for 200 around 200 reps of whatever I'm doing so if I'm going up in weight on anything and I end up doing less reps I will add more reps to something that's a little bit easier if that makes sense anyways Find any type of exercise that you love doing. If you don't like going to the gym and lifting weights, that's fine. Find something you love doing. If your jam is yoga or Pilates, aim to do that at least three times a week. If you like running, great. Don't don't go to the gym because I go to the gym. Do whatever exercise you feel suits you best. If you like working out at home, do your workouts at home. Nobody's pressuring you to go to the gym. Nobody's pressuring you to try something that you don't like doing. Do anything and everything that you are comfortable doing. As long as you're getting up and moving your body at least 30 minutes a day, then that's all that truly matters. So 30-day challenge. It's not anything that's restricting. It's more so of a trial and error. 
what's going to work best for you, what do you think you can stick with, how can you have fun with this. It's all about having fun and changing your lifestyle. It's not about having fun just to see if you can win the money and go back to your shitty eating habits. It's about changing your life for the better and sticking to something you love. It's not going to happen overnight. Don't try to cut out all those sugars and breads and carbs and all that stuff right away or at all. You should really you should really consider eating carbs because your carbs are what fuels your body. But it's not about cutting everything out overnight and just waking up tomorrow and being like, this is my new lifestyle because that's going to get so boring. It's okay to fail. It's okay to have bad days. As long as you get back up and you realize you know what, today was a really bad day. I didn't get to work out at the gym. I just had a really busy day. My meal plan kind of just fell apart and I ate what I could. I picked up Chick-fil-A on the way home. And you acknowledge that that is okay because you are a human being. You are not a robot and it's okay to have bad days. It's okay to fall down as long as you get back up and you're like, tomorrow I will do better. I will prep my meals as soon as I get home so that I do not end up at the Chick-fil-A drive-thru again. That's really key here. If you can acknowledge that, not that you messed up, because I I don't believe that messing up is the proper terminology here, but if you acknowledge, you know what, today I had a really bad day, but tomorrow is going to be better, that's all that matters. That's truly all that matters. Because if you say, oh, today's a shitty day, tomorrow's just going to be the same, that's exactly what's going to happen. You are going to follow those bad behaviors again. It takes 21 days to break a habit. Yes, approximately three weeks. It does. However, it's not necessarily being perfect for those three weeks. Like if your goal for the next three weeks is to eat your healthy meal plan or the meal plan that you provide for yourself, whatever it may be, and you eat exactly what is on that meal plan five out of the seven days of the week, you've already accomplished a lot more. Don't beat yourself up because you had a pizza one day or you went out for breakfast another day and you decided to get the French toast instead of the egg white scramble. That's okay because were you eating that healthy a month ago, two weeks ago, even a week ago? It's all about building up habits, building up new healthy habits that will get your mind and get your body right. My mental health has improved so much and I haven't done exactly everything that I would like to do mental health wise in the last three weeks that this challenge has been going on um, because we're now on week four, but I already feel this huge improvement because I'm falling back in love with my lifestyle. I'm falling back in love with myself and I think that that is the key here. I feel like I've said that there is a lot of keys in this episode, but it's true You can't just decide to exercise and have a shitty diet or have a really healthy diet and not exercise because your heart, your heart needs the exercise. Your body needs the exercise. And I'm not telling you to start going to the gym first thing tomorrow morning and lifting like a crazy bitch. Find something you love doing and it'll make a world's difference. But I want you to challenge yourself for 30 days. What improvements can you make in your lifestyle? How can you make it fun to where you decide, you know what, I'm not going to diet ever again. I'm going to choose a healthy lifestyle. What is it going to take personally for you? I don't want want you to tell me and I'm not going to tell you mine, but what is it going to take to help you reach your goals? 
If it's an accountability partner, I suggest you find someone who shares similar beliefs, values, and a similar lifestyle as you. The majority of people in my life are all kind of in the same boat. Um, We're all into fitness. We're all into healthy lifestyle, which is really great. And I'm very, very lucky and blessed that Joey was like, let's do this challenge because I'm not necessarily just challenging myself against him as to who can gain or lose 10 pounds, but I'm really just challenging myself to see what challenges I can make. And he just makes it so much more fun and just so much better. I also want to tell you that you can do it. I 1000% believe in you. You can absolutely do it if you really truly put your mind to it. So I challenge you to 30 days. What can you accomplish in 30 days? And this doesn't necessarily have to be a weight loss journey. It could be anything else. But I know a lot of people out there are struggling when it comes to fitness. Believe me, I am one of those people. As much as I am a personal trainer, I'm very knowledgeable in this realm. I just, I also struggle. I'm, I'm a human being. I can coach others very, very well. But when it comes to myself, I need somebody else to be kicking my ass. But seriously, take the next week or so sit down with yourself and figure out what areas of your life you would like to improve and choose one or two of them, which mine was my eating habits and my gym routine and challenge yourself to 30 days. So if you do this, you would start January 30th and you would end February 28th. That's 30 days. See how much your life will drastically change in those 30 days when you pick those two spots, two areas of your life that you truly want to change. Starting the 30th, I'm going to choose two other areas of my life because I feel like I am now in this routine and it's going to be second nature by the time these first 30 days are up and my eating habits and my gym habits will not change. I'm just going to implement something new in there. I truly 1000% believe in you. I love you. I am so proud of you. I cannot wait to celebrate you at the end of 30 days because I know, I know that you are going to do amazing things. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. It is kind of really long, but I love you and I appreciate you for being here and holding on and sticking tight through the very end. I love you. I'm grateful you are here and I will talk to you in my next episode. Bye.